0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Anime Watch Club, a bi-weekly group discussion and review. We're the hosts of the What You See Anime Podcast, nominate and vote on shows that either we haven't seen or shows that hopefully lead to a great discussion. On today's episode, the Seventh Division Boys will be discussing and reviewing the first season of the 2018 anime Golden Kamuy. Let's meet today's idus. First up, when he dies, it is rumored that he'll become the legendary Factor Kamuy.
1: We have Jay. Jay, how's it going? Hey, it's going well. Happy to be here discussing Golden Kamui. Very happy to have you,
0: Mr. J Factor. Next up, you just got back hunting CG bears and warming up the fire gifts. We got Kat. Kat, how's it going?
2: <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm just drinking a three liter coke. Um
3: three liter? They make those? It's a North Carolina yeah. thing. It's a North huh. Carolina thing. <laughs> wow. And uh Pat. Yeah, Pat, there we go. Uh, yeah, Pat. Pat is back. Well, That was so much faster than normal. Normally I get to listen to you talk for like two minutes, like making fun of us. And But this time it came quick. It, it's weird, you know, having only four of us on tonight. I mean, but, Pat, uh, you
0: know me. I'm known for coming fast. <laughs>
3: wow, we're getting, we're really, uh,
2: <laughs>
3: we're scraping the bottom of the barrel with the jokes already tonight. This is uh, was actually this is, hilarious. <laughs> This is uh, a good sign for most people to just tune out now, but uh, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, Those of us that are here to discuss Golden Kamui, one of my favorite shows of the past five or six years. Uh, So yeah, we're going to do our usual spoiler-free first impressions with the four of us here tonight. Uh, Again, we'll keep it to the first few episodes, what you knew about it going into it uh yada 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 uh the show by the way just for anyone who's curious was uh made by gino studio who's known for doing uh pet <laughs> so and that's it other than golden comedy so. well
0: they did kokaku which is known for having one of the best ops tied to one of the worst animes ever made
3: oh yeah well there you go that's another one uh i didn't know I was that like, eh? Yeah, it sounds the the op. The op
0: is incredible, but the show is hot dog water.
3: Well, good to know. But either way, that does not reflect on the quality of Golden Kamui, I don't think, at least. Um, So, yeah, why don't we start? uh, Normally, we start with Miles, but Miles is not with us tonight. So, Kat, why don't we start with you? What is your first impression? And your uh, would you recommend this show to someone?
2: My first impressions have got to be that. This show just blows, like it—it it subverts your expectations in a way that I'm that is not normally the way that shows would normally subvert your expectations. Uh, because the first first episode just seems like it's gonna be like one of those generic shonen or signin, sh- like bloody da da da, and then. You get get a bit through it, and you're just like, what is this? This is so good. Like, it just, it, it, the first episode might not bring you in, but the second episode definitely will. It's so good, and it only gets better from there, and it keeps getting better from there from that point because we're three seasons in, and we're still, like, it's still drawing people in, and I love it. I love every bit of it. I would definitely recommend it. I recommend it to my wife. She wanted to be on the episode today, but uh, things happened.
3: But yeah. No worries. Awesome. Uh, So a heavy recommendation from Kat
1: himself. Jay, what about you? What do you think? So this might come as a surprise to you guys as I'm the one who nominated Golden Conway to begin with, but I'm going to start this off by saying that I definitely recommend this show. It's got like pretty much... Something for everybody, I would say. Um, You know, you open up, and like Kat said, you really think it's going to be this kind of generic historical seinen thing with, like, this overpowered protagonist. And the thing about it is, is, like, yeah, you have the overpowered protagonist somewhat, but everybody's also being ridiculous. And that's just in, like, the first two episodes of people doing absolutely ridiculous stuff. And... If you're not someone who lives for, like, the combat scenes and stuff, I mean, see one of our last episodes, you know, you got those Yuru Camp level uh, cooking and camping simulations, basically, explaining how they lived out in the Japanese uh, wilderness of Hokkaido back then, and uh, look into the lives of the indigenous people of Japan as well. So, like... No matter what type of person you are, if you're someone who is there for just, like, raw action, or if you're somebody who's there to, like, actually learn something, you will get something out of Golden Comedy. I would highly recommend it. Nice! Alright, two for two so far. Pete, make it three for three, I assume.
0: Yeah, the only problem that I have with this show is that I waited this long to watch it. I thoroughly enjoyed every second of watching Golden Conway I just on paper it just doesn't look like the show that it actually is and i fell in love with so many aspects of the show there's like i mean the the characters are great the situations are great it's just it's it, it blends it does a really good way of blending like the seriousness with the comedy with the adventure with the realness It's a whole hodgepodge of what I'm looking for. And sometimes in like these styles of anime, like a mob psycho, like uh, that style of show where you have like your funny dialogue, but then, you know, when shit gets serious, it's not, it's not toned down. Like there's some pretty gruesome shit in the show. So it was just Mm -hmm. an overall fantastic experience. And I would recommend it to almost every single person. It's, I, I think a lot of people are like me. They see this, they see the photo and they're just like meh and then move on to my hero and then it's like when you realize like this show is I mean, this is going on my top one hundred. This was an incredible show. I'm I'm probably gonna start season two
3: soon. Like that's how good it was. You should. It only gets better. Uh man, what uh who's been preaching golden kamui in this uh Discord for Probably upwards of almost a year and a half now. God, who could have been doing that? I mean, oh, Jay, was me
0: Jay, Jay was definitely preaching the good word. Thank you, yes. Jay. Thank, Thank you, you Jay. for
3: nominating it so that we could vote for it. I think most of the people in this call, if I remember correctly, actually voted for it. So that's very interesting. Um, yeah, so I've been high on Golden Common ever since I first watched it. Um, I believe it was in 2019. Uh, shout out one of my uh, good friends from a histo- history class in college, uh, Callahan. Uh, he recommended the show to me because he found out I was a weeb by my dis- uh, by my laptop background. Uh, he was like, oh, you like anime? I was like, yeah. And he recommends Golden Kamui to me because he's like, oh, if you like history, then you'd love this show. And I watched the first two seasons that were out in like overnight because I was just so mystified by it. And uh, yeah, so that was my first initial way I found out about it. And I don't know if you know me and my taste, uh, it makes sense that I would love this show too because it's a... Uh, Historical show, a little bit more on the mature or, you know, sign inside rather than in. And uh, it's a uh, 20th century Japan, which is another part of history or a specific part of history that I love as, a lot as well. So uh, this show is so great, though, in so many different <laughs> ways. Not only is it historically like relevant and and, and accurate with the, with the key caveat of obviously it's still a a fictional story but it's it's accurate in the sense of what the what the times were like uh social classes how soldiers were treated when they returned from the russo-japanese war and all sorts of things like that um that remained accurate but then obviously the the fictional element of this show was so well done i think with the just the absurdity it for uh, some people may have felt differently but for me it always felt like anything that happened in the show even with it being as abs- so just stupid, just ridiculously absurd. It always felt somewhat grounded somehow in the setting of the show itself. Um, to me, at least. So I, I I like everyone else would recommend this show to almost anybody. And I have been for a very long time. I'm so glad we finally got a, uh, a group to watch it because uh, I could rant about the show for hours. Um, it's gonna the hardest part for me is gonna be not spoiling anything for like seasons two and three. I think you know when we talk about the show, again, uh, man, you really need to watch season two and three, Pete. You gotta get the move on. I, believe
0: I, me, this show hooked me. Yes,
3: yeah, so uh, Hina Hina, uh, uh, that everyone around this uh, this call says Hina Hina to this show. So now let's move forward into our spoiler section. So anyone who has not seen up to the end of season one of Golden Kamuy should uh pause or come back to us some other time uh but otherwise we are going to get on to the spoiler section so uh why don't we do like a little bit more like general first impressions Uh, i'm curious about pete especially because uh the other two guys here have seen it before what um what what was your (laughs) general reaction to the premise of a heist set in 1900s Japan with just batshit crazy stuff like maps being drawn on like every prisoner's body and stuff for for a hidden One Piece like treasure. What what's the uh, what was your initial feeling about the plot? Yeah,
0: a big fan of like um, I guess it's like the kind of like there's like a yakuza type of element in this kind of. Um, I'm a big fan of, like, mobsters. I'm a big fan of, like, Ocean's Eleven, the heist, that type of stuff where it's involved with, like, criminal organizations along with trying to get a shit ton of money. And that just absolutely resonated with me. I thought the premise was so cool. Just, I mean, there's a reason why I, like, gravitate towards this medium is because we're able to do stories like this where I, I do think you could do a story like this in, like, real life, but... Some of the other aspects in terms of, like, the faces that they make and stuff like that. That's, like, the pure anime reason why I love it. I I fell in love with Sugimoto right away. Like, it, it tells you immediately, like, why he's the immortal Sugimoto, which I thought was incredible. Just, like, snippet. I didn't need an info dump. I, I just did it right away. Premise was great. Characters were great. Like, the whole... There's, like, one bad thing about this show. Like, so far. And it's it's whatever it's like it's such it's so minor it's not even like affecting my score to be honest
3: but what, what, what is your bad thing is it the the cgi there uh guessing, and like or? the
0: some of the backgrounds are really bad um not, it's yeah. not it's not just the cg but there's some instances there's like a scene where um the guy was about to shoot the the wolf and they sh- they do like just they do like a zoom up on like the tree and where the wolf is and it was just like really poorly done it kind of looked like parts of it was done in like um colored pencils yeah um but like it's fine like it doesn't take me out of the show i'm just like oh that's bad animation to move on with my life type of thing
1: right
0: it's like it doesn't affect my score it's just it was just i just thought it was silly and when i saw it but i mean the overall premise of the show is incredible i love it i love the little like even like the slice of life shit that they do in the mountains is so heartwarming and fun I don't know why. Okay, there's, like, a little scene where there's, like, a tree that fell down. And they're like, oh, we can build a hut in that. And then they do. And I don't know why, but I loved it. It's just minor things like that. I, I'm a big
3: fan. I'm thing with someone else who talk. No, that's that's good. I like that because uh, Miles said that this is a better slice of life than uh, Laidback Camp. And I am inclined to agree Ooh. with him on that.
0: I mean, you know, I'm not going to go there, but you know my stance.
3: <laughs> yeah, but he's like, I actually like the slice of life elements in this show more than the uh, than uh, laid back camp because it like felt like they actually stuff actually happens in between the moments and the, the thing and during the slice of life. So, I thought, um, I think my favorite aspect of the slice of life part, at least, uh, and Jay, I'll let you go next, um, was getting to learn about the Ainu, uh, culture. Like, the, the again, like I, I made the joke earlier, but Hina, Hina, like hearing that they say that, who knows if that's actually true or not. I assume it is, though, because most of the rest of the stuff in the show is pretty historically accurate like oh they eat was it the brain i think or something they they like pulverize it and it becomes like a a specific it has its own name or whatever like and uh oh but... The the I knew don't use soy. Was it soy or miso? What, what, miso. What, what is it? Yeah, it's the, miso. I think it's poop. So like, oh my god, it smells like shit, which is true. But it's like, yeah, that's poop. And it's like, oh wait, no, that's actually really good. <laughs> so I just thought there's so many different like little things that they do that make the character relationships feel a lot better too, which we definitely will talk about the main two characters uh,
1: later. But Jay, go ahead. Um, so. I gotta be honest with you guys, and it's kind of awkward since we're doing this live, but the first time I watched uh, Golden Kamui, I kind of fell off of it. I didn't finish it. It's not because I didn't like it or anything, I just had other stuff that was playing at the time, like seasonally, as well as stuff I wanted to catch up on that caught me more. And I gotta be honest, probably a big regret of mine at this moment in time, because I wish that I would have watched watched it all the way through back then and, like, been current with it as it was airing more seasons as well. Um, I just really enjoyed it so much. Like, I love the, like, use of factions within factions that they have going on with, like, the Seventh and Surumi's group and the people who don't necessarily see eye-to-eye with Lieutenant Surumi, as well as, like, I don't know. Just the way that the characters that matter in this show are done is so good. They all have their very, like very distinct ways that they act and interact with each other, which is so nice. It feels like most most of the characters don't feel wasted necessarily, if that makes sense. Like I might not know their names entirely because it is a pretty wide cast of characters, but. If you describe somebody to me, I would know who they were, like Nikaido or Tsurumi or whomever, you know? So, I think that, just in general, I really enjoyed it. The only low point, I would agree that the low point for me as well was the CGI, but it didn't take me out of it or anything like that, really. Um, I more chalked it up to it being the first season of a show, like, it, it... the common comparison we were making in the Discord chat was uh, Attack on Titan's horses in the first season. Uh, yeah, it's like, bad. <laughs> yeah, and I I will say as a closing sentence, I'm sad that my boy Raytar got done so dirty because he looks bad sometimes. Um, but other than that, really cool. Uh, I'm super excited to see where the plot goes. I will definitely be continuing it soon.
3: Oh, so you haven't seen seasons two or three either? No, I haven't. Oh shoot. Okay, Kat, so you and I are the only ones that know about Stenka. Yes, sir! Stenka!
1: Shtanka! Yeah. <laughs>
3: yes. It's
2: so fun! Um, so I definitely have to talk about um I have to talk about some of the life of life, life of life aspects of it. Uh first of all, like like Jay said, each one has a different way of coming at slights of life. Because of course you have uh, Sugimoto and Asripa, which is kind of like this. Uh, there's some hints of like subtle romance going in. Well, mm-hmm. and it, it. I'm still kind of confused about whether to feel. Uh, whether they feel uncomfortable about it or not, and then you've got Shiraiichi who adds in another flavor of what the much. fuck is going on. It's amazing, I um, love Yes, because like yeah. whenever he's in the scene, like the slice of life it, the slice of life moments, but with Sugimoto and Asripa are great. But when you add Shiraiichi into it, it just elevates it even more, and. Then having that, uh, like, juxtaposed with, uh, with Huchi, uh, Huchi's interactions with, uh, what's his face? Um, the, the guy who, who, who was hunting with, uh, Tetsuo, the, the oh, dude, Ogata? the boner dude. Yeah. Ogata. Yeah. He is amazing. Cause like... You see him.
1: Oh, wait. You no, see him. A, no, you're monster, thinking
2: of Tanagaki.
1: Tanagaki. Yeah. Tanagaki. Tanagaki. Yeah. Because not their shoot sharpshooter. Gotcha. Ugatay is the
2: um is the is the sniper. Uh, Also, so once you get later in the once you get in the second and third seasons, he is my favorite character. Like he is.
3: My He's really favorite. good. Yeah. He gets more more screen time and it's great. Uh. Kat, I'm going to disagree with you, actually, on uh, the romance. This is one of my main compliments of the show, actually, is that it was nice to, and again, maybe it's, well, no, but you've seen seasons two and three. I think especially season three highlights this. To me, their relationship between you know, between Asirpa and uh, Sugimoto is not at all drawn in like a romantic way. To me, it's completely more like a, comradic, a camaraderie kind of way, like it's a uh, it's a, a closeness that, that they feel, and they do love each other, but I don't think of it at all in, like, a romance way. I think of it more as, like, a, a right. respect and, like, a desire to do right by each other. Um, I don't know. How how you did you guys feel about it, Jay? What do you think?
1: I agree with you on that one. Like, there was obviously, like, um, her grandma asking him to marry her and shit like that. And that was <laughs> yeah. that's more just like I want to make sure she's taken care of than rather than I want you to be in love with my granddaughter. Um mm-hmm. and I think that that is reflected in their relationship actually because he is taking care of her in a way and she takes care of him. It's more of like it's not romantic it's it's more of, like, you have a hunting partner or something that you've been yeah. going out with for, like, 20 years, and you know that if shit hits the fan, they will put their life on the limb for you, and you don't necessarily have to kiss about it. Yeah, well, like, he, uh, he helps her because
3: he's a big, strong dude who can punch a bear and kill yeah. it. Uh, she helps him by showing ways that they can just walk around the bear rather than finding it or something like you know like she she the they complement each other well on this search and you know grant they could have done this as a plot point but like i i don't remember it ever being the case it's like no they trust each other pretty much right off the bat um and they grow so close that it doesn't feel like they if they feel like inseparable which is what um well i again, I just loved that aspect of the show that, just the the respect that they had for each other and the desire to to help each other achieve their goals um
1: i agree there's like so, a they
0: have like a scene where um Sugimoto's talking to a a seventh division like guard and they're talking about like maybe like a possible fallout within it, but then he's just like like which side would you be on oh, no sorry, that's a different scene, but he's talking with somebody and he's just like. He has, like, a clue. He's just, like, I can't do that because, like, then, like, my partner would be upset or something like that. It's just, like, you can see, like, that they have, like, he has respect. Even though, like, he wants the gold or whatever. It's, like, he still wants, she still wants her, to, like, complete like, her task as well. Like, they know that they can do yeah. both at the same time. It's just, like, nah, we're in it together. And I was, like, oh, that's yeah. that's really nice. Like, it, it's kind of touching. And then I think somebody got stabbed by a bayonet the next scene or something. And so it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, oh, okay. Let's mix it up. Yeah,
3: yeah. I guess we can move uh, again. Still talking about the characters, I suppose, because uh, Miles highlighted that he doesn't love Sugimoto on his own because it felt like it was a bit too much, a little too anime extra, if that makes sense. Which I, I think can definitely. That's the the big testing point for the show, I think, in general for people is how like ridiculous are you willing to let it get before you're like, all right, come on, you know, let's move on. For me, and this comes from someone who doesn't like JoJo's either, so that's why it's so weird to me that I love this show. I, but it, it I've, I've almost described it as like JoJo's light before, you know, like it's like I agree a little bit. It's somewhere in between the full on just batshit crazy JoJo's and your run in the mill everyday <laughs> shonen where you know I don't know just Naruto, right? Where like oh they have ninja powers. It's like okay that's somewhat reasonable but like it's not also holy shit this person just you know like got shot in the chest three times and they're still walking and they're fine whatever that, yeah like they, hold
0: on somebody gets stabbed through the face with a bayonet and is alive for like a minute yeah so there, there's some scenes where i'm just like hold on what he's like yeah, having a full, he's having a full conversation with this guy while there's a bayonet through his
3: eye well, you know, it might not have gone all the way through. You never know. I um, did. It was,
0: it was lodged in the wood behind him.
3: <laughs> hey, sometimes that happens, you know? Just sometimes oh. oh! It does. No, sometimes oh. your brain can still Stranger work. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. In real... No, people have gotten shot in the head and lived in, uh, to talk about it, you know? <laughs> it. Uh, people have gotten <laughs> I mean, you're right. I mean, you're
0: right. It's just funny. I mean, look at, look at Carl from The Walking
3: Dead. Uh, you know, there you I go. Am, That's- I do not get that reference. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler. Uh, also for like season four of The Walking Dead, which if you haven't watched it by now, then I'm sorry. Um,
2: I will never watch it.
3: It's a good show. Um, I disagree. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, so I guess, again, like we said, so I think most of us agree that it's somewhere, I mean, it, it definitely gets to JoJo's levels at times but it can pretty consistently is like somewhere in between. I think that that's a, a, a good place to, uh, for us to label it. Um, I, for me, I loved the main plots setting as well. Like the, the idea of a, of a heist taking place in like this time period in, in Japan. And with, I don't know, just having, how many prisoners is it? Like 30 or something like that, that have the different 20. tattoos on their backs. Oh. 24. Okay. Like that's so cool, uh, and it's like also so unrealistic that okay, yeah, twenty four people who are escaping from a prison, none of them are gonna die ever, until they have their their backprints like covered, whatever, or, or traced. Like it's so unrealistic, but again, you're it, you're in it for the ride. You're not in it for the realism. You're in it for to see the quest happen. And I don't know. I just I I also just love how they tie in. The Ainu, which are a real race or group of people in Japan's history, and they highlight the plights that they're going through. They highlight the strengths that their culture has, and they also highlight the weaknesses that their culture have as well. Like, you know, in in terms of like adapting to modern times or uh, what uh, what's the word? what negatives i guess or negative impacts the russo japanese war had on them and then also like hey the japanese soldiers when they came back from the war what was their mental shape like um how were they reimbursed and you know you look at uh the whole reason why sugimoto's doing this right is to uh for his his, uh his comrade's wife right he's trying to get her the gold so that she can live a happy life or whatever so he can take care of her and do something for her like that you know i i just love all the different aspects of the plot that somehow create this entire web of like people and um and and motivations and turn it into somehow a, a coherent story which maybe isn't the case by the end of season 1 but as it continues i think it it really does clarify things more and and continue to ramp it up if that makes sense
1: yeah it feels like a good western or something almost. Yeah. like like big western ter- like you could put it you could change the characters over to be like veterans from the Mexican American War and have it be looking for native american gold in the story. Yeah. 100% exactly the same. Yeah, and that's why I think it
3: uh maybe we can discuss this a little bit. Uh this show is extremely not popular in the West compared to its popularity in the East. So to say that it's not popular is probably wrong, but like uh, if you're looking at, oh, maybe let's say 20% of the viewers of my hero are from the U S versus 80% are from Japan, which obviously, again, those are not real numbers, but in this case, it would be more like 5% of viewers come from the U S versus 95%. Like the vast majority of the people that love this show are in Japan, which is why it still gets so many new seasons you know' we're on where it it's kind of nice that we actually did this watch club I think within the last two weeks uh season four got announced, so that's really exciting for for big uh for fans of the show, especially considering where season three left off. I cannot wait but i i I think go ahead I would definitely love to talk about um because I would
2: definitely love to talk about how the how the dub of this show does, like, does kind of improve the show a little bit. And I'm, I'm a sub superior, superior, so, yeah. Yes. I, I, I am racist against dubs. Uh, but, I am, but this, this show's dub did very well. And I watched the first, the first time I watched, I watched it in, in sub. The second time I watched the the first season, I had watched it in, in sub. The third time, this time I watched it in dub because my wife doesn't like watching shows and stuff. So we watched it, and I got a lot of like, I the narrator was more uh, the narrator talking about the history of Japan and what's going on inside of the show helps kind of like helps kind of like clear up a little a little bit of it, and I think that because of the way that dub, that the dub was conducted, it, it might be able to kind of entice more people to watch the show and be a little bit more accessible. Uh, because maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just because I have ADHD. But I was watching the show in sub, and I was like the first time, and I didn't get much of, the information that the show was trying to tell me uh because you know it's sub you're trying to read through everything you're trying to match each word up with each character because it's in a different language and all that uh and in dub you know which character is which are you You... just describing what subs and dubs are (laughs) maybe. maybe i was like i was like i was like cat
0: people know what this what these are Look, yeah. I don't I, know, I, maybe there's some dude
2: that just walked on YouTube and was just like, Hey, let me watch this fucking Chad's YouTube video about this show. I am no oh, Chad. Oh. Look,
1: look, all That's I a, gotta say is, is the dub does not have Kinjiro Suda as a no. voice actor in it, so that means it is automatically inferior yeah, to Yeah, Ogata's, O-Gata's voice actor is phenomenal.
3: He is! I, he is. So he, is, for those so of you is... at
1: home, he's also uh, a in uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, yeah. as well as Seto he Kaiba is. in the dub of Yu-Gi-Oh And it is
2: so fucking good. I'm just saying, that is a little bit more accessible in dub. Yeah. I can't, <laughs> I'm just but...
0: blown away by this, this topic.
2: Yeah. I am just...
0: For real. I, I, yeah, I am just... Like... <laughs> You're blowing it, my mind right now. It, it I had no from, to run.
3: <laughs> yeah, we, we we let it run while we let. It run. Hey yeah, guys, so...
0: guys, real quick. Did you know that when you watch subs, they have words on the bottom?
1: Yeah. Okay, that's <laughs> people die when they are killed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I wow, we're being mean uh that's that was mean but that's that funny. wasn't uh, mean we're clowning, was, each- we're
0: clowning on each other. we're clowning at each other it's all
3: it's all love cat why i'm laughing yeah. yeah no but anyways let's let's bring ourselves back into i i guess the point to the real world <laughs> back into the point um that i was trying to make uh I don't even remember. Yeah, which was?
0: Cause... <laughs> about yeah, because
3: Cat uh, derailed me so hard. God damn it.
1: Um, you were talking about how it's more popular in the Yes, the that's right. Yeah, United. so
3: I don't know. I've never watched the dub for this, but I don't know if I would. I can definitely see where Cat's coming from where that it would. Because, like, the first time I watched this as well, I was watching in Sub, obviously. And I definitely had to pause or rewind at a few points being like, wait, this person double crossed that person? Or wait, what? Who's on whose side? Like, what's going on? Uh, so many times I had to like pause and think about it or or look it up, but I think uh, the more that you watch the show, of course, this to sound like now I'm describing how to watch a show and understand. Yeah, did a story, you know that but...
0: sequels are generally ho- scored yeah.
3: higher than the first that, season? That's not what I'm saying here. I'm saying though the the yeah the more of a show you watch, the more you'll understand it. Yeah, what a great take. <laughs> but, like, <genuinely, laughs> it does help it. Bro, it does that's help. fucking amazing. Didn't even to think about that. I know, but that I guess my point is that by the third season I have figured out who's on what side, and, it, and you know, maybe it's more clear because of the timing of the plot and like the things that have happened and the people that have died, uh, because people do actually die in this show too, which is great. I love it. Like, yeah, people survive completely ridiculous bullshit things, but there is also permanence in death, and there is permanence in uh things that happen. Uh related to the plot so that's why i don't know again that's another thing that i think the show does well but i i I, again i just wonder why i guess the the whole historical setting in japan maybe helps it do so well in japan because like i know especially because it's uh it's about hokkaido which is the northernmost island of japan or the northernmost main island so to speak and it it's super popular up there because not a lot of anime take take place up there. Most of them are Tokyo or Kyoto or one of the other main cities uh, in the southernmost island, right? So I, I wonder if that's why it's so popular in Japan. Because it, uh, I, I really, it's so fascinating to because whenever you look at the numbers for it, it is so such a significant difference versus like you know your usual anime. It's probably you know half western half eastern fans talking about it in like a setting or something and maybe that number is wrong too, but like you know it's yeah. it's never as noticeable of a a gap as it is with this one.
0: I was trying to think yeah, of like I... other shows that are like super popular in Japan compared to here that have like four plus seasons and it's like Natsumi's Book of Friends, which is just like massive in Japan then like do you know anybody who watches Datsumi's Book of Friends in America? Like, that has seven seasons and, like, four movies. Mushishi has, like, six seasons. Like, do you know anybody who watches
1: Mushishi? Like... Maybe, like, Conan or something, like, really old like that. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's, uh, or Sazae-san. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. It, it, it's just really interesting, like, to see the popularity in terms of, like, it's Mal. Uh, season one's at, like, 630, and it has four seasons. And it's, it's pretty good ranked, so it's, like... You, you, you'd think that'd be to me like that would be like the factor for me to watch it like oh it's getting four seasons oh it's like it has season three it's like an eight point like three like those are clear indications that this show is good and for some reason just never clicked with my brain like and like i love like vinland saga like that's historical yeah, i mean yeah. it's anime it's not a japanese setting but it's like it's a historical anime and i'm just like I fucking love that story. Like, of course I would love Golden Gobbley. Spoiler alert, I did. Like, wow. Come on, Pete. Use your brain.
3: Yeah, wow. If only Pat had been saying to watch this show for so long. Hey, uh,
0: That's so- the J-Factor, baby. That's the
3: J-Factor. J, it is the J-Factor. The only J people factor. I've
0: told to read Berserk <laughs> and they don't. Like, come on. That's how I, I feel. I read
3: Berserk a little bit. That's fair. Um, I watched also, great, great dog cameo, Jay, by the way. Very, very good boy. Or girl. Boy, girl. Boy. Girl, very good girl. Um, all right, so, so not to derail the conversation any further, uh, I guess. Do we want to talk about the maybe the final arc or the final part of the episodes that were were going on, like in, in at the end of season one? What, do you guys feel like you have enough of an understanding of what happened for us? Yeah. <laughs> um, can, yeah, well, like, can, what, can I
0: mention something real quick before we do? Yeah. It, 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 it kind of it. It ties into that, but it's one of the things that I absolutely loved about Golden Kamui is the fallout of the like the army itself after the war and how the 7th Division is are kind of like... I, I don't know if they're trying to be like a coup or like a crime syndicate or like exactly what they're trying to do, but I love that we see like it's metal gear solid it's literally the plot of metal gear solid yeah yeah it's it's i love that fallout where you have like the seventh and you have someone like ogata who's kind of like doing his own thing but is like also in the seventh but like not really and then he's clashing with like tanagaki and his thing i love how there's like another story within the story going on because like that makes sense it's not like the war just ended and then now we're looking for gold it's like nah there's a fallout to this and i it's just one thing i give like absolute props to the storytelling it's just so well done just I, I feel like it's really hard to do and they're handling it how they're like intertwining the stories together is just really well done so props
2: to that yeah
3: i
1: agree i
2: definitely agree Off
3: the I. Time the dog in the show too so good uh, yeah <laughs> even, even the yeah. wolf character the wolf is great too i'm uh you know that that that's a great character too but the dog i i just loved it Ah, oh, such a good show i'd Genre. love i'd love to talk about
2: um ah, crap i would love to talk about how the ah,
0: crap, are we not tying this into what pat was saying
2: yeah, I am. Actually, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to get my brain to work. Uh, so yeah, I'd love to talk yourself. about how... So when uh, Ogata and... Uh, you, I want to say Yatsa... Well, Man, pull up the mouth!
0: What are you doing, bro? This Is this your first,
3: this, this, this your first time... Yeah, I don't know their names the I know Sugimoto and then Shirpa and it's like, alright, after that, oh yeah, Sukamichi's pretty cool. Uh there's that that uh white skinned bitch with the, the weird ass what is it, Inkarmat? Is that her name? Yeah, yeah the, the fortune is. teller. Yes. Yeah. Um the
2: let's see, what is the Nikaido. The Nakato, yeah. the Nakato brothers, uh, the dude who gets his fucking ear cut off. Like,
0: what a gruesome but, scene!
2: It is. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just want to talk about, like, I really would like to talk about uh, the gruesomeness of this show because, like, you have people getting their people getting fucking like, uh, the fucking ball. Food, rice balls, uh, like that. Those sticks shoved into their cheeks. You get people getting fucking bayonets in the head. People's face getting cut off by bears. Like you got great gruesome scenes in this show. Like, like shit that normally would make me like not really a dry heave, but like would make me a little bit nauseous. Doesn't even affect me because the show is not, it's focused on it, but it's not focused on it for too long where it's like trying to draw uh, nausea out of you. And it does it in a way that I love. Uh, uh, basically what I'm trying to ask is like, what is your favorite gruesome scene out of this show? Our favorite gruesome scene? Yes.
0: Um, For me, I really liked when the wolf killed that guy. Um, uh it, it just tied like the story together with the why am I blanking on the wolf's name? I'm sorry,
1: Retar, uh, Retar. Yeah, yeah, like
0: it tied together the Retar scene from previous where he hears like the howling and leaves, um, yeah, uh, leaves the girl, and then it all comes together that like he left because he has a family, and I was like, oh, that was sweet. Like we tied things yeah. together. Let's no loose ends that scene that was there in episode three was there for a reason. I love it. Uh, and I just, I just loved how he just like chomped it. Guys, jug guys, jugular. And just like, yep, yep. You're God, bro. And he just He, he does it. And he's just like, I'm going to spend my last moment with my dog. And I'm like, damn, damn. All right. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's a way to go out. And yeah, that was yeah. my, that was my favorite quote gruesome scene. Yeah.
1: I would say, for me, it would probably have to be whenever uh, Sugimoto uh, fights the Nikaido brothers, and then they're taking him on the sled, and Tsurumi is like, why did you put the belt back on? And he looks, and he realizes that frickin' Sugimoto stole the dude's guts to pretend to be injured. Just the thought of him doing that is like, oh my god, that's some... Like it's some literal Rambo type shit, yeah. you know, like like painting himself in blood to hide
0: the scent or something. Just like Jesus, yeah.
1: Christ. He's basically like he's, I think he's based off of like a World War II soldier from Japan or something like that. But high key Rambo vibes, or like Arnold in fucking Predator vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just liked every time Sugimoto gets hit in the head and
3: he's bleeding and it's just like, oh God, yeah, he'd have brain damage if he was a normal person, but he's too strong willed to do so. So it's great. And sometimes he gets stupid in those in the show too. Like he gets hit in the head and then he's kind of like dazed and like, just like, you know, a vessel rather than like thinking like a person. And it's great. I, I just love him in this show so much. Uh. I, I think that that's, I guess, not as gruesome as other things. I think more of uh, the, the more gruesome things that I recall from the show are uh, seasons two and three. So maybe I, I, I will keep my mouth shut about those, obviously. No. So, yes. Uh, oh, yeah. No, the show does not tone down either. You know, some shows will do that first few episode fake out. You know, let's say just again, the easy one to pick on is Goblin Slayer, right? Where yeah. it comes out and the first episode is. Rough uh yeah. and and like, oh, this is the darkest show with a lot of dark shit going on, like no, and then the rest of the show, I mean, it's gory and bloody, but it's not nearly as bad know, as the first, and not as bad, yeah, the first episodes for the Shock Factor and this show, like no, it actually is pretty consistent throughout, like it is a mature telling or a story that's being told, and the things that happen in it are uh very scary and terrifying to think about happening to you, and then also there are a lot of funny things that happen that would be terrifying to have happen to you. Uh, one in particular from the third season that you guys stopped me from spoiling last time that I was very tempted to do this time too, but I won't. Uh, I think cat knows which, uh, scene I'm talking about. It's right near the end. Um, uh, you know, uh, just a certain embrace that happens. That's all I'll say. And it, um, that left me scarred watching that scene. I remember sitting there being like, Oh my God. Like, like, and just, uh, Anyways, you should you guys should really watch Golden Comedy seasons two and three. You know, I really would love to talk to you guys about it. I'm um, definitely rewatching. Give me a, give, two and two give and me three. a little bit, and I will definitely. No, you you didn't do it tonight. It's it, this is a, a mandatory thing, I think. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So all right. Uh, I don't know. Do we want to talk about uh, maybe our best character, maybe or, or favorite character, maybe? Uh, yeah, because like there's like two girls in the show other than a. Other than the grandmother, right? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh that rather than Nobachan, so like, why don't we just do like best character or favorite character, maybe? Um, and uh, Kat, why don't we start with you? Who's your favorite character? God, you you started with me, and I'm like, uh, I don't want
2: to spoil the second and third season. Uh, so I can't. So if it was all three seasons, Ogata hands down, but since it is just the first season which is really fucking hard i really it's really a toss up between um I forgot his name again uh hunter boy uh with his the broken leg okay. huh yeah tanagaki yeah i i have to go with tanagaki because of his interactions with uh hochi and um mm. and Poop boy He's there, so.
1: Oh shit! Hey, move. Miles
3: is in general. He might. Yeah. Move- uh, we can't mess up the overlay, so we. He'll join us oh, after shit, to talk God. about it afterwards.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, but yeah, no worries. Uh, so yeah, the good choice, cat. I like that choice a lot.
1: Yeah, um, I do
3: too. Jay, what about you then?
1: Uh, I just want to give an honorable mention to someone who I wanted to be around for a lot longer than he was and that would be our little season one uh mini boss uh tetsu Tetsuso nihei um a gay or bisexual icon i'm not sure of which i don't necessarily care uh he is the hunter that was hunting with our boy uh tanagaki and I just loved everything about his style. Like, his the way he cooked and talked about, like, how everything gave him increased libido <laughs> and stuff. And his very obvious yeah. attempts to move on Tanagaki were fucking hilarious to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in general, I like the way this show does LGBT representation a lot. Um, I'll just pretty much leave it at that if anybody wants to go and watch it. I think it's very, pretty well done for the most part. Um... So that guy is definitely with his, basically like a double barrel shotgun, but long range type deal. <laughs> I loved that. His weapon was pretty sick. And, uh, but as for my favorite character, I got to go with my boy, um, Ogata. Uh, he's just so, so awesome. good, So good. Like his character is badass as hell. Uh, everything he, like, the way he uses his arm as, like, a sniper stand is so freaking cool. His skill set is great, and the Kinjiro Suda voice acting just makes, it brings it over the top to just, like, a near-perfect character for me, personally. And hearing Kat say that he gets better over the course of the seasons has me real excited yeah, you should watch yours. Golden comedy seasons two and three. I'm um, going to start tonight. I'm going to start I, season two tonight. <laughs> good. I'm, just wa- I'm watching with my partner, so I wa- I'm waiting for her to get home from work. That's all. Yes,
3: season one has a pretty. Uh, if I recall correctly, has a pretty decent cliffhanger. Season two. Oh boy, having to wait after season two. Oh, to, for season I three remember was remember that it was brutal, it was
2: terrible.
3: Yeah, it was really mm-hmm. rough. But uh, but Pete, uh, who are your favorite characters? I think are I characters? think
0: the beauty of this show is that there's like nine possible answers for this question because for so many mm. different reasons. Uh, I was switching between like, uh, Shiria. Uh, it was Shiri Shiriashi. Shiriashi. Just like his little gimmick, I didn't get sick of it. Uh, Sugimoto at times, how he can switch from like casual to serious to clown in like a second. I want to see more of Sur- Surumi. I think his character just design is incredible. And speaking of voice acting, I thought that guy's voice acting was just so mm-hmm. sinister. It just, he just sounded yeah. like like if that I heard weird. him if I heard his voice in like a back alley, like I wouldn't turn around. I'd be so scared. Like mm-hmm. his voice just resonates. I'm gonna go to my girl. As- As- Asuripa? As- As- Asirpa. Asirpa. Asirpa, 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 I loved her oh my god she was just adorable she was so much fun i love the whole miso suit bit that was that
1: that was her her faces that she makes and just like she has the best faces in the series she
0: she has two uh clutch 360 no scope moments uh saving uh retar and then saving uh sugimoto from getting stabbed by the with that giant uh whale spear um loved her Loved every second that she was involved. Towards the end where she's like, we can't find their bodies. Is this them? It's like a fish sandwich. They're like, no, that's a fish sandwich. And then she yeah. brings up that joke again. I'm just like, but it's, it's because she's like just waking up because she was asleep the whole time. I thought that was just a hilarious just her character in general. Where she just, I, I, I don't know why, but characters who just like fall asleep and say fall asleep and then wake up are and like discombobulated. Stupid character trope. Absolutely love it. Uh, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, like... Sugimoto was my favorite character for, like, three episodes. And then whatever was... Uh, well, here... Ogata op- o- was my favorite for, like, two episodes. It's like... Oh, they're so good! This cast is just incredible. It's, like... Honestly... Top... Ten casts I've ever seen in anime. I fucking loved everybody. They was so well done. Just... And it's like... We're only gonna get more from them. And I'm only, yeah. I'm only gonna fall... Unless they die... I'm only going to fall in love with them more. So it's just, just bravo, bravo all the going cowboy and it's writing and it's characters and all that shit. It's, it's un, I mean, just so good. Just so good. It's the only way to describe it. It's just so good.
3: Yeah, man, Pat is so good at recommending things, isn't he? Um, What do you mean?
1: I'm the one who, I'm the one who nominated. You are the one. That was the J factor,
0: baby. Hold on. It was the J factor that (laughs) made you.
1: That's the J factor, baby okay i love saying people's jokes louder yeah that's the know, equivalent of this in anime club it works it, it does <laughs>
3: um all right my favorite characters uh so like cat i have knowledge that makes it impossible for me to just say from season one so uh for me tsukashima hajime the the sergeant underneath uh tsurumi is my favorite especially after he, uh, his backstory You'll learn that in season two or three. I can't remember which, but he's just phenomenal. He's my favorite character in the show. Uh, but if I was just going off season one, I think it'd have to be uh, either Sugimoto himself or uh, Genjiro. The uh, <laughs> it just all all the scenes with them had me laughing my ass off because they're like comrades, but they're also just they butt heads all the time too. And it, they're just again like everyone else has said so far, the cast is so. So phenomenal. There's not there's almost no bad characters, I would say. And and I, I don't think there's really that many that are even like mediocre. Like they're all interesting in their own way. They're some of them most of them are multidimensional too, I would I think. I know, like obviously they have yeah. their main their main trope or their main thing, but they also have uh some depth or and they're not just big sulky idiot who doesn't understand things. Like even the the villain, what's the name? Tatsuma, the Platehead. plate head. Like even he is proven to have like oh, yeah. uh, he's, Well, like, you proven mean to... Dick Sensei? Yes. Chipo yeah. Chipo Sensei, yes. Uh, sensei. He's I like, love proven... screaming for him. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that, was, that, was <laughs> that
2: was probably the best moment in dub, because it was it made it even more
3: embarrassing and it was even more funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. uh so like I was saying though, I think that even that character, even though he's supposed to be oh stupid meathead whatever, just oh I big a big Hulk smash whatever. Like no, it's proven that he has some intelligence to him. He's thinking about things. He's not just some some meathead who's doing everything that Tsurumi tells him to. He's he has some own independent thought, which I really liked. Uh, so yeah, why don't we it's move on? Than... Sorry. No, no. Well, yeah, go ahead. Well, he's I was gonna than... say he's
1: more he, he's more than an obstacle for the party to move around rather the, like like a lot of these bruisers in anime tend to be he's yeah, his own true. character with motivations and shit mm-hmm. like him, him saving the doctor and whatnot and also i do when i talk about
2: because we haven't even covered mm-hmm. this aspect well we have if we have we've barely done it but we haven't covered this aspect of all the factions um it's the uh it's a faction of the uh of the samurai dude and his and his side of things the reason why he wants the gold he is one of the most like the most sly people i have seen in anime in a while because he's he's just like if you don't know what's going on with him like he's he's an old dude and then the moment he pulls out a sword, he's like the fucking demon. Uh, he's yeah. fucking amazing. And having that along with, uh, with uh, forehead dude. Fushiyama. Yeah.
1: Dick sensei. Dick sensei. Yeah.
3: Uh, but yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on cat. What are your, what's your final thoughts and uh, your final score for golden Kamuy season one?
2: Oh, um, God, this show made me remember why I love, why I fell in love with this show. I still love the show, but like going back to the beginning again, makes me just feel so fucking good. Um, Like just having all the depth of the characters mixed together along with having a story that is so well done that it draws you in, even after you've seen all of the show that is out so far, again, is... It's it's amazing. And I, I'm going to rewatch all of it just before, like now, probably tonight, and then again uh, before season four comes out. And I'm going to have a great time with it. Uh, For my final score for the first season, uh, just because I know what comes next, I am going to rate it at an 8. Mainly because... The show improves so much. Like if if I if this was the first time I've ever seen it, I would have rated it ten because I had so much fun with it. Like even the even the two small grapes that uh, well the CGI probably would have had it at a nine actually, but like even the small grapes that uh, Pete had with it with the uh, with the backgrounds they didn't really affect me, and like I didn't even notice it. So I had so much fun with this show, and. It's just because I know what's next and just because I know how it improves. It's going to be an eight for me.
1: An eight out of 10. All righty. Uh, Jay, what have you got? Um, so my final thoughts are as someone who has not seen the rest of the show, I really enjoyed it and I'm definitely going to continue it. Like I said, I would recommend it to pretty much anybody who can like handle the, um, Not even necessarily the amount of gore. If you can stomach, like, any amount of gore in anime. Excuse me. I think you'll be fine with this, and I think you'll enjoy it. There, like I said, there's something for anybody. Um, The CGI does definitely keep it from being a perfect 10 for me, but it's a pretty small factor. So, overall, I am going to... uh, I'm feeling a 9 for me. A nine, nice, Jay. Good for you. I respect that score quite a bit.
3: Uh, Pete, what have you got? Just, just, just show this
0: show. I'm trying to think since Watch Club. When's the last time we watched a show that just was like I enjoyed the entire way through? Maybe Odd Taxi. It's been, it's been a minute where just like I had no like I I want more. Like I didn't want season one to be over then. Like that was. Such a fun ride. If I wasn't watching 20 seasonals, I probably would have kept watching more. Just just an absolute great show. I think it's a great starting point for the series. Uh, kind of like what Jay said, I think... When I compare these shows to like something like Mob Psycho, which is a similar style of storytelling with like the cast and having the mix of like comedy and serious moments... I don't think it's quite there, but I think it can be with more content and just an absolute delight to watch had so much fun if i ever rewatch it it sounds like the dub is good too so i'd be interested in trying it out in dub sometime as well i'm gonna give it a nine i love this show this is great i had i would recommend it to almost everybody
3: nine nice all right uh so for my closing thoughts uh first i'll highlight uh, some of our usual cast members, the main uh, the main club members, so to speak, Johnny uh, ended up giving the show an eight, and Miles ended up giving it a seven, with the potential to flex up to an eight, so it's too bad we weren't able to try to convince him tonight uh, to bump it up, but that's okay. But I'm going to add a factor in their scores to our final scores as well, just as a heads up before anyone tries to correct my math. Uh, I, l- I think one thing we didn't talk about in the show was the music. Uh, at least we talked about it beforehand, but we didn't talk about it uh, on this recording um i know i thought the op and the ed were great uh the the actual ost itself too was really good too like it felt like it fit the setting uh i think that only stays like i don't know the third season's op was actually like a sneaky should have been probably in the anime the anime op of the year running last year like i I,
0: i'm
3: i should i I should have shielded for it harder honestly um because I, i just forgot that it was there so uh I don't, Other than that, though, I think we've highlighted all the important points about this show. You can have a lot of fun with it as long as you don't take too, too seriously about it. You know, like you don't uh, sit there and like, oh, how did that guy survive a shot to the chest? Or how did this guy get hit by the barrel of a gun in the head and not die of brain damage? It's like, no, just accept, accept what's happening because the absurdity of it is consistent. It's consistent throughout. I think at least um, I know there was some discussion about that within our group that it felt a little inconsistent, but to me it was super consistent. And I love history. I love the setting. I love the time period. I love that it's a different take on the Russo-Japanese war because all I've ever learned about is from the American's perspective of what happens in the Russo-Japanese war, not what the Japanese themselves thought or, or what the, soldiers themselves might have felt after the, uh, the conflict. And it's, it's not just there to like give Sugimoto some sort of, uh, you know, backstory, so to speak, right? Where he's this, this G, uh, super soldier, like, no, it, it is part of the story. And it, again, it does that more in seasons two and three, but the after effects of the war are felt throughout this story. And it's great. Uh, so all that being said, I don't know why, but I I when I first watched it, I gave it an 8 out of 10, and I think I've given every season an 8 out of 10. Maybe part of that is the the appearance of it. Sometimes it also does feel a little too absurd for my taste, even though I again, I am I enjoy the hell out of the show. I do sometimes sit there and go, "Oh my god, like why is this happening?" You know, like I don't know, it's so weird. It's a, it's almost the same vein as uh Konosuba for me where I love Konosuba Death. and I think it's one of my favorite comedies, but because it's so Comedy driven, it's hard for me to score it higher than like an eight. Um, I don't know though. It's so weird. Uh, it just that's where it sits in my heart. It's like a, the strongest eight that you can find. So uh, after that, totaling up our scores, which that should be between six people's scores, I can do math. Patrick, good job. That averages us out to an eight point one six for Golden Comedy. So that is at uh, season one of golden comedy specifically as well, which I believe season one was what, what was it? A 7.85, 7.85. So a little bit higher. And again, seasons two and three get higher and higher as well as we continue. Um, but yeah, that's exciting. Again, I'm so glad everyone enjoyed it. Uh, I was a little worried coming into it that it might not, uh, might not be great. Um, it's uh i don't know again it's just like a show that i was like oh no are we just gonna hate on it or are we gonna think it's stupid or is it be gonna like be a non-baka part two yeah oh yeah i didn't think it would be that bad i knew it wouldn't be that bad come on it's not non-baka but it's uh <laughs> i brought that joke of myself. myself, <laughs> uh, yeah you did uh i wasn't gonna make it i promise oh. Uh... But yeah, I know, again, it's it's exciting that we all talked about it and liked it. I'm glad to hear that most people, it sounds like, want to watch seasons two and three. And then hopefully season four will come out and we can uh, talk about it every week. I'm excited. Um, I can't wait for you guys to get to the Stankoff scene. I think that that was just such a, that was such a delight to watch last year. Um, and it, it happens like the second episode, I think, of season three, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's second great... episode just immediately, I had to pause because I was laughing too hard.
3: I, I did too. My uh, and my roommates uh, who were watching with me were laughing quite hard as well because or they just loved it. It's, it's so freaking good. Uh, but yeah. So that wraps up our discussion for golden comedy. Now you guys are wondering right now, if you're familiar listeners, what are we going to do? Miles isn't here to do miles things and tell us who won. And just, for, just for
0: reference for people to know where miles currently is, he passed away
2: he did he's just in another chat it, it's his wife we'll miss you miles
1: love you Rest in peace
0: this is so fucking dark <laughs>
3: like where did that come from okay um yeah now he's he's no longer miles and now he's miles he's right? adam <laughs> he's adam yeah no no don't tell the don't adam. tell the oh, oh, 2.0 oh. That's kilometers, yeah, sh- dude. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah, he's gone from miles to kilometers. I like that. That's good. Um, but yeah, so in third place, because I am, granted, these might change. I know the winner. I don't know the second or third places in case other votes just jostled them a little bit. Uh, but in third place, we had Sound Euphonium. Uh, that that was nominated, right? That's what Sound uh, has to be. Okay,
0: yep. Euphonium.
3: There we go. In second place, we have Erased, earning a legacy point as well. And then in first place, what we are watching for December the 27th. Bungo Stray Dogs. The J Literally. Factor baby! Do it in a row. J- I thought that I, I forgot that I um uh, didn't <laughs> nominate it because I forgot it. Uh, what did you nominate? Uh, did you nominate Jobless? Is that what you did? No, no that was
0: Jotty. He did. He did a race.
3: Jotty. He did a race. Cat okay, yeah, raised. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Fourth was Punchline, so somehow we wow. avoided giving a legacy point to that show. I know. Astra uh, had
0: two legacy points. I oh, got damn.
3: Uh, actually, yes. Astra got with legacy points. Astra would have been uh Pat. What's math fifth? Uh, but feels, without Legacy Points, it would have been f- six. Feels bad. No. Feels bad. I voted for it first, so don't... don't My man. I, I'm curious. It seems interesting. But yeah, alright. Now I get to do Miles's harder job, um, which is write down everyone's nominations while also asking you guys what you're nominating. So, let me do that real quick. Yeah, Pat, you're killing it right now. What is your nomination, Kat? Uh, I don't know how many people that are that are in here that have What's up? I thought you were gonna say I don't have one. I it sounded like that's what you were saying, and I was just gonna be like, God damn it, how so, it's only been words? two
0: years. <laughs> it's only been
3: two years. How do we not have one? But I'm sorry, I did not mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I, I'm just mm. Um So I have My
2: nomination is going to be one that I hope that Miles will not kill me for. Uh, it is Fate Apocrypha. Fate yeah, Apocrypha?
0: he's going to kill you Ooh. for that.
3: <laughs> Apocrypha. Can Good I thing
0: it here would vote for it out of spite. <laughs> <I don't>...
2: oh. <laughs> oh, it's is. It is 25 episodes. Uh, Yeah, so
0: we can't watch it? Damn it.
3: Okay, so it is
0: Cat's first time.
3: Can I go? Yeah, yeah. Cat, while you find your other answer, Pete, go ahead, please. I'm going to try
0: to kill two birds with one stone and try to catch up on shows this year before the Anime Year Award, so I'm going to nominate the Madhouse original, Sunny
3: Boy.
1: Dude, that was almost my nomination.
3: (laughs) Hey, great taste. Thank you. Apologies if you can hear me typing as well, but I think Discord's actually got some pretty cool features that prevent that from happening now. So that's pretty cool. No, we cool. can't. Oh wow, that is awesome! All right, that's Sunny, fine. Boy. I'm,
0: gonna, I'm gonna add the podcast. Don't worry about it.
3: Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> P, over my dead body. Oh, yeah, good luck with that. Um,
1: <laughs> Jay, what's uh, what's uh, what's the J factor bringing this week? So I am going to do something similar to Pete, but instead, since I am an anime baby in some ways, when it comes to like watching the old classics, I'm going to recommend something that is almost almost 30 years old at this point. Uh, I am going to nominate Serial Experiments Lane. Ooh. You don't need to... <laughs> understand
3: yeah serial experiments lane let's go that's an exciting show that that's a uh, that you just got miles's vote i bet um well miles's vote sorry because he's he's gone uh cat for that one yeah yeah he'll come back come back from the dead yeah doesn't that i uh, we won't say anything about the show never mind uh uh, what's your nomination go ahead buddy uh, I I really wanted to watch Paid
2: Apocrypha with Miles so I could shoot on it, but I I have to nominate Erased again because I still haven't seen it, and I'm not gonna watch it with that by myself,
3: so Erased for the second time Erased, that's the uh, yeah, there it is, alright, I got it good job, Pat, found all the shows to put them in our list on our Watch Club channel, which, by the way, if you want to vote and you're listening still for some, God knows why reason, you can vote. You can let us know and uh, vote based off the nominations that we've put in. Uh, please do join the Discord. Oh, do, hey, come you talk to known. us. I know. No, no, I was getting there. Thank you. Sorry. Okay, I did sorry. type out my nom though. Good catch though. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I don't blame you for thinking I forgot. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just gonna go. Uh, it. Did do as well as I hoped in this in this week's voting, but I'm going to stick with the movie, uh, The Princess and the Pilot. It looks nice. It looks pleasant. It looks like something that we would all at least enjoy somewhat. So um, I think that that's a pretty cool show or, or movie. It looks like so, uh, yeah, The Princess and the Pilot will be my nomination. Um, but yeah, all right. That wraps up nominations. That wraps up uh, all club activities. So, Pete, why don't you take it away?
0: Well, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the podcast, the best way to do that is like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you're listening or watching us on. If you're if you don't know yet, we're uh we have visual content on Spotify now, so check us out there if you don't want to watch us on wow. YouTube. And next week, before we start breaking down the year that was 2021, we are going to look forward to what we have in the year 2022 with such legendary hard hitters as Attack on Titan and Ari Fuenta. Um, so next yeah, next week is our uh, Witcher 2022 preview. Otherwise, in two weeks, we will be seeing you for Watch Club for Bungo Stray Dog. So thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Hey. Yeah.